Jimmy, episode 332. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to the podcast. Podcasts are great. Radio for a little flat, but I'll take it. Hey, everybody, welcome. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, one of many ways is Twitter, which is one of the ways you can even watch us right now. But Trent, why don't you tell them uh, how they can do that? Will, you can be like uh, uh, just tag just Justin Jackson. I'll just say that because uh, I'm going to his his tag is just tag. 33k but it looks like geek you know just a geek yeah i got gotcha. anyway yeah uh who is a fellow uh uton who is using the hashtag netheads and will he's also trying to win himself a sweet sweet glorious vector robot as well use the hashtag netheads and uh that's that's how you can talk to us in the past almost always um, <laughs> yeah. as there are more convenient ways to speak to us live as uh, funny you mentioned that too, because uh, the hashtag NetHeads also uh, with the Vector giveaway has become unreadable because of all of the people that are using the social media love option. Which, by the way, I've seen the numbers, and it is one of the best ways you can gain entries in the raffle because it's it's one of those things where it's not just like you just can submit your name, even though you can. For those of you that it works for, huh? Um, uh, you can uh, also gain entries by doing extra things. Like right now for the past three days, the uh, daily number seven has been, you can go to Java Jones coffee to uh, check out his uh, coffee. They have, he have, he's a micro roaster, makes great coffee, more on micro roasting later. And, uh, but when you use like the social media option, you generate a tweet. And every time somebody clicks the link within that, that goes back to the giveaway, you get five more entries. And like after the first day, there was one person that had, uh, on their own, even though it's like you, there were only 11 ways to enter. Uh, they had like 48 entries because Dude. of that. Okay. Now that makes, wow. Like I, I'm sure you explained that, uh, originally when you were going through the whole like process and everything, but no. like, oh, okay. Cause that man, that blows my mind. Those are, those are some, some quality metrics, my friend. Ah, thank you. Yes, uh, it it is interesting. The only the only upsetting thing uh, that we found out after the uh, the giveaway happened, which by the way, if you go to bit.ly slash vector giveaway or just netheadsonair.com slash vector giveaway, you can find out more information. I'm not going to bother bringing it up because last time, oh, that one didn't go well. Um, but uh, you you can gain many entries, but uh, there have been people that have had issues. Interestingly enough, the majority of them have been on Android and Samsung. Uh, also, it's a user interface issue because, you know, we we advertised here, but we also advertised on, well, and not advertised. We mentioned it here. We mentioned oh. it on TikTok. And uh, when you're using TikTok, TikTok uses like a resident browser. 
So first they sure. give a security warning when you click the link in bio. Then right. uh, people would try and 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 navigate, and it just through. it just yeah it wasn't quite working for him. And I did the best I could, but there's a, a, there's a certain point where you're like, look, I'm giving something away for free, so I'm doing everything I can. And yeah, and and you know, you're doing what, what what you can, and if they want all the more advantage, they got they gotta they gotta do a little on their part too. You know what I mean? Yeah, just you know, get your. I know it's I I it's for me it's as a guy sitting here surrounded by computers, it is amazing to me the number of people that now are utilizing just you know their their mobile device for everything. So they yeah. don't need a computer anymore because they can do their email through their phone. They can do this through their phone. You know, they don't have a laptop. They don't have a computer. That's their world, and that Dude, blew me away. Blow, it blows my mind. Um, so with this past year and COVID and everything, um, and I'm working in you know uh, academic broadcasting, uh, which the, the 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 easy way for academics to broadcast is to put stuff out through Zoom, this, that, and the other. And we get the metrics on how many. Um, things that have been uploaded through Kaltura, which is the system we use into canvas for students to watch how much of that is viewed on mobile devices. And it, my brain explodes whenever I see that because in my, and, and maybe, you know, it's a generational thing. I'm just like, I want a big screen. I want a keyboard. I want like, if I can have a computer option, that's what I'm going to do. But this new generation is not in that, in that mindset at all. My daughter has watched. Mm. I, I could be wrong, but watched like 11 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. All of it has been on her 13-inch laptop. All of it. Sure. But I mean, and, and not for want of a, of, a, of a TV in the house that she could watch it on, right? Right. There, there, well, kind of. We dominate the living room with the big TV. Um, right. So right. in her defense. But it's not like, you know, look. She's not proud by it. I'm, it's not like she's pissed. No, I've I've had a TV in her room before, although admittedly, I think it was like, I don't know, I mean, a 16.9 world, it may have been like a 21-inch screen, so I think from across the room, same experience as the laptop yeah. in front of her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, I just want to give a shout out to Jason Bandalarahat and Ariel Linky, Joy Luke, uh, Nicole Woods, all the people taking part in the chat, Michelle Cuzo over on uh, YouTube. So glad to see you guys here. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, by the way, uh, also Nicole saying, I have a Samsung and I had no problem, but it's okay. Thank you for the opportunity. My pleasure. Uh, that's, that was the point uh, of setting up the raffle the way I did was that you could get multiple entries and, and that way you could, you could commit as much as you were willing to commit. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, and you know, it's, it's, it's double blind. So, so you don't know, you know, the, the, the winning number. So the, on the chance, maybe one entry will do it for you. Cool. Right on, man. Hey, Midnight Smoke. Glad to see you joining in. Hey, Zach, what's up? Um, also, I just wanted to uh, say that uh, it is exciting to see that everyone is is going through this. We will be around the midpoint uh, announcing a secret word that on the uh, raffle giveaway page tomorrow will gain you five entries, which means I will have suckered you into watching this video for 30 minutes. So pow, pow, pow. thank you. Will? Yeah. Is the password penis? No, it's not. Oh, Don't do that okay. again. Please. <laughs> I'm begging that, you. That was, that, was, that was my best cable guy impersonation. <laughs> Underrated film. I'll, I'll say it again. Underrated. 
I think I think you're right. Actually, it is still one of those movies I did enjoy, and and I think it was one of the ones where, although Jim Carrey was being Jim Carrey, he was still that was him trying some of his dramatic chops. Yeah, yeah, and and up against one of the the best straight men in the business of uh, Matthew Broderick. Like it's uh, I and written and directed by Ben Stiller. It's it's a great movie. Awesome. It is an awesome movie, especially the way at the time it takes a look at uh, how what was going on in our culture, because it was like the uh, Menendez brothers and it was uh, on the heels or on the eve of the OJ trial. So we were really obsessed with with TV and culture and its place in society as a makeshift babysitter and uh and and what can happen in that scenario? It had a lot of subtext for what was a, and it was also my first experience with Jack Black. I think. Oh, I I think it was probably all of our exper- first experiences. I think it's one of his first credits. Yeah, might might have been, might have been. Oh, by the way, also want to uh, give a special shout out to uh, Abigail Stewart, a new Patreon uh, member and supporter. Thank you very much, uh, Abigail. Loves uh, love to have you. Thank you so much. If you want to find out more about that, it's uh, patreon.com. Look, just go to netheadsonair.com. It's the easiest way to get to everything. Everything that you could possibly want is there. Yes. Well, not everything. I mean, that's hyperbole, but you know what I mean. I know what you were talking about. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, uh, Trent. So Saturday, um, I have an impending um, dance with uh, facing mortality because I I will be hitting... Well, how does one say it? Oh no, the big five O. So yeah, yeah, you're that's 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 a uh, that's half a C note, my friend. It is. It is. Uh, I have collected fifty years, fifty, uh, yeah, fifty years so far. Uh, but uh, God, they're having too much fun in the chat <laughs> saying uh, banana, big boobs, butt check. Oh, butt check. No, I think that's something we said. Thanks, smoke. Um, no, I'm turning 50. I'm not asking. I'm not saying that. So like, hey, everybody say happy birthday to me on Saturday on social media. No, I'm not saying that. Um, uh, although maybe it could earn you entries. Who knows? Um, I'm saying it because uh, of the uh, wonderful uh, gift that I know my family got me because I put together a list and Amazon delivers everything because it's been 366 days that we try not to leave the house around here. Wait, how many days are in a year? 365. Well, this so so you've done it. What did I you, do? You've you've gone a full year. Yeah, but but Trent, again, not much of my lifestyle has changed. I'm just not meandering around Target. You know, I'm not going to movie theaters. Right. Yeah. There's also yeah. been no movie theaters to go to. Uh right. so I I haven't been doing these things. Uh however, again, my lifestyle not very uh, impacted. Well, except in the fact that, like, the kids don't go to school at all, even though that's turning around here. None of this is important. Um, The important thing is that my family got me one of the most potentially dangerous gifts I could get for my birthday. Still in the box because my birthday has not officially hit yet. But uh, they got me a 3D printer. I am going to be fabricating like a madman. So so that's... That's what you're going to have. The problem is, is, is always having a stockhold of enough uh, printing material, right? Like you're just going to have to like bone up on that stuff. Well, I, I feel a lot like the Dean 
in community, uh, whereas in the uh, because I'm concerned this may awaken something in me because the, oh my. the way exactly the one that the, the one that I chose because uh, of the quality and detail you get from it is a resin 3D printer. So it utilizes a specific material and it uses UV light to cure the layers and, and build that way. The other kind is a filament that, you know, basically melts down the the 3D printing material filament and then creates the layers that way and kind of draws it out from the bottom up. The other goes from the bottom. I don't understand how it's science. I don't get it. But uh, I, I admit that I'm worried it's awoken something in me because there are certain benefits to the resin printing, but there are also certain benefits to the uh, filament printing. The filament printing, if you if detail isn't a concern, you can have a larger print area and you can start doing things like making the parts for Infinity Gauntlets or Iron Man helmets. I'm not saying these are the things I would use, but... Yeah, so so the if if now now tell me if I'm off on this one. The filament ones are the ones that kind of have like the, the the finished product sort of has like like gradient lines in it. You can kind of see where it's yes. been built up upon itself. Okay, so that is correct. so and if you're finishing it yourself, you're gonna paint it later or whatever. You know, maybe that's fine. But but with the resin one, you're getting a, a nice smooth finished product. Yes, exactly. You wow, you know more than I do. I think. Well, no, that's I, I, I'm just from what you said, that's what I gleaned. Well, now the thing is, I, I have no reason to justify wanting one other than when I see certain things like, uh, for my wife's uh, birthday, I think, or mother's, I don't know when I got it for, but it, we, I picked up a, a docking station that would uh, allow her to charge her cell phone, her, uh, AirPods and her Apple watch all on the same device and technically speaking aside from the induction charger for the for the airpods uh you could technically 3d print the other two as items or when i think boy i really wish i just had something to hang my headphones right here you could do that yep. or if yep. you if you can find the file and you've lost the back or battery cover for a remote control yes you see where i'm yeah. going with this um yes how, how many of us have just you know had that one piece of, of duct tape that has been pulled off every time that batteries have come in and out to the point where it's just barely hanging on by three threads of, of adhesive. If uh, you can't duct it, never mind. Um, oh, oh, okay, yeah. Will, Will, so my my roommate has a 3D printer. <gasps> the great Will Kent? Yes, the great Will Kent. And uh, the, he's he's made many things uh, around the house. Uh, a fun thing that I'll, I'll always see out on like some spare boards are just uh, like um, like our good friend Reboot Stencils, who is who's all about the 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 art, the street art of stenciling is he'll he'll make stencils out of vectors. So, so you vectorize an, an image. He's made a ton of Galactus, a ton of uh, Doom. But even more cool than that, Will is the shower the i don't even know what it's called it's a cell phone amplifier audio amplifier that hangs on the shower ro curtain rod and bl and just amplifies the sound of your cell phone into the shower and it's the greatest thing in the world oh trent every morning i get up each morning when i wake up and put on my makeup <laughs> Uh -huh. I think, never mind. Um, no, every morning when I wake up, I do I do uh, a, a few things. Then I get in the shower. Uh 
Right. And, and every morning, I precariously perch my cell phone on the windowsill. Yeah. And I point the speakers towards the wall so they'll bounce yep. off. Yep. As I listen to the Ralph report, I don't. I can't wait to have uh, Ralph on our podcast just so I can tell him every morning I listen to you when I'm naked and rubbing myself. Yeah. I touch myself and listen to you. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> that sounds like uh, something I need in my life. And I'm, I, I, I just got in the shower one day and I didn't know what in the hell it was. And I was just kind of staring at it. And I was like, is he, is he taking oh, pictures that, of me? That is, that is, it's bent so weird that I don't know how that could be a, a personal sleeve for yourself for <laughs> enjoyment. But hey, you know, teach their own. <laughs> And then, he, and then he showed it to me. I was like, oh, this makes way more sense. <laughs> uh, and I was like, is that like what I think it is? He's like, no, 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 no. Well, Evie Garland in the chat uh, is pointing out, uh, get a Bluetooth shower speaker. Yeah, that's a great idea. I've had those. The only problem is those run out of power and you forget about it. Yep, and then and you're already in the shower at that point, and it's already turned on. The water's already hot, and it's just like, ah, it'd take more time to – get out then the whole shower is going to take yeah exactly i'm with you uh whereas this that that makes sense something that you can set your phone in that amplifies the sound and hangs from the shower curtain rod win yep, win win the, yeah it sits on the on the other side of the shower curtain so it's completely dry and it and it holds it there like it's dude it's it's crazy because it's old it's old timey technology it's just like a tin horn it's like an old phonogram yeah but Damn, it works well. Well, and you see a lot of those too. Like the, I remember, there was uh, one device that it was just called like the Wave or the Curve, and it was a similar concept. You just set your phone in it, and it would then. I mean, the same as putting your cell phone into a cup. It does the right. same thing. It amplifies the sound. Um, that's interesting. I know. Uh, I know a friend also sent me something that uh, I think you. Could, there's also an option to where you can put like a spark, a flint spark in it. But it is a light switch cover that allows you to have the old timey gang switch on a light switch. So it looks like yeah. you're, you know, like you're bringing Frankenstein to life every time you turn on a light. Yeah. Well, not not executing um, capital punishment. No, no. I was thinking more bringing a, a, a corpse to life. Yeah. See, see, that's the difference between I'm, I'm more about the destruction and you're more about the, the creation. It's it's yin and yang, Will. Yeah. Uh, although I, I, in in defense of the Bluetooth speaker approach for the bathroom, if my bathroom did have a vent fan, which it doesn't because it has a window, so they're like, you don't need a vent fan. Um, he can deal with steam. Open a window, you noob. Uh, one of the coolest things I've seen are vent fans that you can get in your home uh, for the bathroom that have a Bluetooth speaker built in, so that way you don't have to worry about power. My head just exploded. That's such a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, and they're starting to put them in ceiling fans too, Trent. They're putting Bluetooth speakers in ceiling fans now. And have that like uh, tap into your uh, your in-house intercom as well. So if someone needs to like tell you something while you're in the shower. Oh, even better. That's just what I want. <laughs> well, although, you know, it's, it, we all have different approaches. We all have different beliefs. We are all, we've all grown up with different things. You know, I'm terrified at the concept of my, of my phone in the shower. And the reason why I do put it where I put it is because if it falls down, it's just going to go flat onto that shelf and not go anywhere. So I don't have to worry about it falling in the water. My daughter, she will straight up have text conversations while she's in the shower because she's got a water resistant phone. She don't care. 
Uh, yeah. See, even if mine was water resistant, I, it, I'm, I'm too chicken. I'm, I just, I couldn't do it. it scares me too much. I understand. Yeah. Cause you I know, would, it, it, electronics and, you know, yeah. in my, and, and admittedly, like I had to replace her phone because I had forgotten that her phone was broken and we were trying to video something in, in the pool and I, I, and I dropped the phone in there thinking, Oh, I don't have to worry about it. But the case had been compromised. So yeah, and I made the joke, uh, something happens, I'm not going to buy you a new one. And then I did something stupid and I ended up buying her a new one. That was you great. Definitely bought yeah. uh, but I am looking forward to uh, making nutty things like that. That's one of the things. And plus, you know, like all the little knick-knacky things that I've got around here, you know, I could, I could make those now if I wanted to. Uh, but I, I really, I am struggling and hoping I can find a practical use for it, something like what you're describing, that amplifier is a genius idea. I'm also looking forward to like like different types of phone holders because there's got to be like something that you could 3D print yourself to where even with, because, uh, you know, I could talk more about um, this as well. Right now my phone has got a Shure microphone plugged into it. Thank you, Shure. Uh, and uh, so it would be nice if I had something I could just set my phone in and hold it so I'm not holding the phone, but I'm not impacting this mic. And so if it doesn't exist, I could make one, Trent. I could make it myself. Yeah. Because I can 3D print now. It's so you exciting. You can do it all. So exciting. So uh, I'm really yeah. looking forward to see it. But, I, but now I am concerned if I need to get a, a filament 3D printer as well for the other stuff that, you know, I don't, is either bigger or is, uh, and right now my wife's hearing this going, no, no, you don't, you don't, you don't need another one. We don't she's even like, know where. Just, she's like, you haven't even opened the one you've got. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I haven't, but, but, but I know, I know that there are, and, and plus I don't know which one is, is more or less expensive. I don't know the benefits of, of, of the type of printer. I, I didn't did nose. I have no, I have no place in this world even having this 3D printer. Let's face it, Trent. I don't. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 but you do now. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so there you go. Well, it, I can still return it. It's okay. Yeah. But isn't that the kind of, I mean, it's like a 50th birthday and I'm not asking for a Harley or anything. So I think, I think it's yeah, okay. No, it's absolutely okay. Yeah. And, and then you can just print out enough parts to make your own Harley. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can make my own Harley. By the way, shout out to Ryan Connolly, who just got to work and has to stop listening. Ryan, so nice to hear from you. We love you. Um, so, uh, oh, wow. We've already gone 20 minutes. Trent, look, let's not push the people any further. Those of, the, those of you that are hanging. Oh, by the way, Trent, I forgot to mention, happy St. Patrick's Day, sir. Dude, I, I literally didn't even know it was St. Patty's Day until... Uh, Bob Williams here in the, the, the tweet feed wished us happy St. Patrick's day. I had no idea that today was St. Patty's day. Yeah. No well, clue. It, it happens every March 17th. So it, it really, it's not like a, like a, every third, it's not like Thanksgiving where it has to depend on the day. Those are the week. ones I can, those are the ones that piss me off. You know, it, yeah. it yeah. it's the third Thursday of every November or something yeah. like that. Right. No. no, no, it's always March 17th. Just huh. like, just like birthdays Thir every year. Thir Thirty-seven years old, and I and I just learned that. It's okay, that? man. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> do you know how many days are in the month of September? Uh, thirty. There you go. You're already ahead of the game. Don't worry about it. You got that covered. 
that's all that's I, important. Chance, but I, I snagged it. So the reason why I wish you happy St. Patrick's Day is one because I do have an interesting anecdote. I'd love to share about that. But also, I want to end the people's misery who are like, I'm done watching the, or I'm ending your attempting to skip around in order to find the secret word. So, if this works correctly, you will be able to take the secret word tomorrow as one of the daily items, because the one, the next daily item will be to watch the video, <laughs> uh, which, by the way, again, if you have access to a computer... Not that I want to screw up our metrics, because really, we hit one goal. We've got more than 1,000 subscribers, so thank you very much, everyone, for following. I hope we give you quality content and want you to stick around, uh, because inorganic growth is the one thing that scares me the most, because you can you can ramp up and then just like a lemmings going off a cliff, boom, you yep. fall back down. Um, yeah. But the, but the other thing is, you know, uh, we have to get, uh, I think it's like... 4,000 watch hours in a month now in order to get okay. to the next level of, of YouTubiness. So yeah. I don't want to screw up the metrics and I don't want to tell you this, but if you have access to a computer and you go to the entry page and you're like, I don't want to sit through the entire hour of this video and you still want to get credit, all I'm saying is there's a way you can load it up on a computer as long as you got a keyboard and skippy, skip, skip. You're at the end. You get the full credit. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, you know, that's one of the benefits of being PC or Mac based. Anyway, I'm going to end your misery. If it will work correctly, you will be able to submit the phrase that pays in this case to get five free entries. And it's real simple. The phrase is Clover. Just I wanted to make it simple. I wanted to make it related to St. Patrick's Day because we're 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 broadcasting here on in a St. Patrick's days, if you will. And I wanted it to be a one simple word. And I'm like, which one is would be the easiest not to screw up the spelling on? Yeah. <laughs> so Clover, everyone, you, you can now we can now we can watch the viewership tumble. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Clover. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, but the other interesting thing. So you uh, that answers my one question I was going to ask you. You did not have corned beef and, and cabbage today then. No, which which I, 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 lo I love me some corned beef. Mm, love it. I do, too. And usually I like making it myself. I've got uh, we have both the, uh, you know, Trent. I got a problem with gadgets in case you haven't. I, another reason shouldn't have a 3D printer because soon you're going to see me walking around with like a homemade arc reactor always stuck on my shirt. And But I, I, got, a, I got a real problem with gadgets. What's that? That's what keeps your heart going, though. Yes, it exactly. Um, I, uh, I, I have a problem with gadgets. I do. But, you know... We have an instant pot. We have a slow cooker. Many different ways. It's very easy to make corned beef and cabbage at home. Uh, but last year, we hadn't planned for it. The lockdown kind of uh, came upon us. We we weren't exactly sure that it was coming. But, you know, like we stopped going anywhere really, really on March 13th. And then March 16th came as the, as the, as the first day of lockdown here in California. And so we, we weren't really prepared. And some, one of my wife's friends on Facebook had posted, uh, there is a restaurant in, in a neighboring city, Antioch, California, called Little Manuel's. And yes, they specialize in Mexican food. It turns out they make the best damn corned beef and cabbage outside of the corned beef and cabbage we make ourselves. Now, now, is it is it uh, does it have its own like regional 
uh, NorCal slash Mexican flair to it. They did offer uh, mild or spicy salsa on the side, but no, it was still uh, red potatoes. It was carrots and it was uh, the stewed corned beef with the peppercorns and everything and the the cabbage. The only thing I will say is they don't give you a lot of cabbage, but boy, oh boy, do they give you a metric ton of, uh, of meat. Corned beef, man. Oh, yeah. It, like, like people, people, I, I don't know why corned beef it has a bad, like, stigma around it. Do you know what I mean? Like, pe- like people, I hear people talk about it a lot, especially working in a grocery store growing up. Like, oh, yeah, corned beef over there. And you buy it, and it's a huge chunk of meat. But, damn, it's tasty. And the best sandwiches you could have, man, afterwards. Mm. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's wonderful on sandwich. Well, it's one of those things, too, where it's... A, Honestly speaking, it's a tough cook of uh, a tough piece of meat, but the way you always cook it is either in a Dutch oven or a slow cooker or something. And and the nice thing, if guys, if you don't, if you've never had a crock pot, and and especially if you live alone, you got to get a crock pot because it yep. is it is the great equalizer when it comes to meats. It doesn't matter what cut of meat you can buy any damn cheap cut of meat you want, and it's you're gonna you're gonna wind up with a scrumptious meal. You just got to find the the recipe, the amount of time, and how much water, and it's a fix it and forget it thing. My favorite meal to make is the easiest because I can make it the night before. I get a young chicken or a or a, or a roaster. And all I do is I throw a Old Bay seasoning on it. I stick some lemon in the middle of it. I put it on a bed of chopped uh, carrot, uh, celery, and onion. Don't even need to put water in it. Eight hours on low. You got fall apart chicken. Just as good, if not better, than you get from a rotisserie. Uh, and I then make my own bone broth at the end of it all as well. All of that from from one thing, fixing it and forgetting it. I'm not here to sell crockpots, Trent. But if I yeah. were, I would be encouraging people to get one. Uh, you're not Ron Popeil. You're not here to set it and forget it. I love the way you play up to the camera when you do that. That's you. You know what you're doing. You're like... And I realized too, by the way, um, you know, I often I always tell people, and I think I mentioned this last time too, uh, you know, I'm always like, yeah, the whole idea was to drive people to the podcast, but really what we're doing now and what everybody's doing now is kind of a multi-hyphenate media presentation. So, you know, yeah, it's nice. Anyway, um, I, I, and I a nice little trick because sometimes when you are uh, either doing pressure cooking or uh, even if you're roasting in the oven and, and still braising the, the meat product, um, one downside sometimes can be that you don't have the crisp texture on the outside that you might want. A, a nice little fix for that, sear it in a cast iron before you put it in, you're good to go. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you want your meat not to fall apart but you still want it to be tender, all you got to do is sear, sear, cook done but you know what trent i'm not here to sell crock pots i'm not do you know what i am here to sell though um soap you know what if i could find the damn tile that says jingle i would say yes (laughs) 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 oh but i can't um five four three two okay we're giving up on it um but no definitely it's to sell soap 
And uh, just really quick, folks, if you want some of the best soap, or the best grooming products, the best products overall, unfortunately, I would say they're, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but I would say they are a little more male oriented. But if you go to netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke, you will find a link to the Duke Cannon Supply Company, and they have a full bevy of products to take care of your skin, your face, your hair, your beard. The whole kit and caboodle is right there. If you want some of the creamiest, most lathery soap that is available, Duke Cannon Supply Company has it. And it's quality American-made products. So if you're here in America and that's important to you, there you go. I mean, they have got a shampoo puck, Trent. It, it looks like a puck and you use it to wash your hair. I don't even understand the science. I don't understand how that works, but it does. So go to netheadsonair.com forward slash, pardon me, slash Duke. I'm showing my age. Uh, netheadsonair.com slash Duke. Just that easy. You'll get to the Duke Cannon Supply Company and you'll be supporting netheads while you do it. So thank you. We appreciate it. Moving on. I got a problem with gadgets, Trent. Yeah, you've said that. I have said it a few times. I don't even remember what the hell led us there. Somehow we got to cross. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, the corned beef was delicious. But I do have a problem with gadgets because I fell down a rabbit hole and uh, I got a coupon. And, um, okay, look, I'm going to be honest, Trent. I had an idea for a TikTok. I still haven't filmed it. And that ended up, I ended up getting unroasted coffee beans. Okay. No, unroasted. Unroasted. So green well, like on green beans yes green beans and and plus then i also read because you know i have not basically bought uh starbucks or pete's or, or anything for the better part of of since september of 2019 and the reason why is because i said you know i said to myself will you're spending a lot of money on coffee why don't you figure out the roi if you got a good coffee yep. maker Yep. And just made your own instead of spending 25 minutes going to the Starbucks, giving somebody your money, getting handed a cup coming back. What do you do? I looked at and I got like the Breville barista something or other so I can make my own lattes anytime. Dude, those Bre those Breville um, mini espressos are the bee's knees, as the kids used to say back in 1923. Yeah, baby. Now, it is a pretty penny. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it is a no, premium. Yeah, yeah. But but. but juxtaposed against you know how often you're spent and jesus christ how much is uh uh what, what does starbucks call their I'm, uh, like like a, a venti benelli's venti venti a ven yeah it's, 20. Like, it's, like five, it's like five bucks you know not, don't even get me started man there goes our our, our I, lucrative uh starbucks sponsorship uh, another one of my favorite coffee makers is Pete's P E T S. Uh, they have a, they have a, another, they have a, a location near here as well. And the reason why I like them, uh, when you look at it, they have, um, like, let's say you order a large, if you order a large, they're going to throw four shots of espresso in there. If you order the difference between a grande and a venti at Starbucks is the number of pumps of syrup and the volume of milk. You get the same number of shots. So you're getting no more coffee for that venti versus a grande. So that medium versus large. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah baby. I know what I'm talking about. So anyway, yeah. for what I paid for the Breville, yes, I had to have made at least 100 cups of coffee, but that means within one third of a year return on investment. So 
I got the green beans so I could make the stupid TikTok. Haven't made it yet. If you're here from TikTok, forthcoming soon. I got the cute little microphone, so now I'm really excited to record it. Maybe I'll have to wait till I 3D print a holder. Who knows? But uh, I fell down a rabbit hole, and then I discovered a, a device that I got uh, rather inexpensively. Hey, stimmy money. Woo. Um, yeah, yeah. Our stimulus uh, deposit got done today. I'm going to check my after we're done because I, oof, boy, I'm, I'm going to use it to pay my taxes. Sorry, going on. Yeah, I know. That's look, honestly <laughs> speaking, I, I said to myself, Will, I think you're going to just be giving this money back to the government. Yep. Yep. And I, I think I am. But I digress. Um, I, uh, I I found this this neat little device because uh, the guy that's uh, that's still on daily entry number seven, Java John. I uh, and if you want a, a nice micro brewed coffee, he's got some great selections. I highly request you support him because uh, unless you like have a small micro roaster in your area, uh, then I would tell you support them as well. Um, but you live in Utah, Trent, so coffee is verboten. Well, it, it should be, but we actually have a, a very uh, well-renowned uh, roaster here in the Valley, uh, Ibis Coffee. I'm not surprised but, because, you know, you can't, if you can't take a camel to what, I don't know what they, they miss. Um, look, uh, he, he's talked about how he started roasting coffee and he, and he actually started with a, with an, a popcorn air popper, just roasting for himself and trying to keep an eye on the color of the beans. Cause you know, it blows air up through the beans and they're forced to circulate. And I said, that's great. I have an air popper. I could just do that. But then I found a device cause I have a gadget problem. Um, I found a device uh, that uh, is is very similar in concept, except the cool thing is it has a cone-shaped bottom. It's a very low angle. I'd say it's about 15%. It's got a cone-shaped bottom. And then in the center of it, drop down, it also has a, an inverted cone shape, that, that or a regular cone shape, I guess, that would go down there. So that way, when the air blows up through the beans, they then do the whole, yeah, you got it. Trent, show yeah, them what well, you were doing. Yeah, I was just doing, you know, this. Exactly. And, and better, but best of all, it also has the ability to capture the skin that, that comes, the paper that comes off of the beans and sure. it has a cool down feature. So it can accomplish all of those things at once. So, um, I've ended up picking that thing up and roasting my coffee. And the reason why I did all this is because again, thinking, thinking long-term, if I buy a pound of beans, no, if I buy eight ounces of roasted beans from somebody, it's the same cost as getting two pounds of unroasted beans that I can make myself and that are ready within like a day after brewing sure. or after sure. roasting. Yeah. So, so did you go, did you go with, um, uh, Arabica or Robusta beans? I don't remember, Trent. I just remember I bought a highly rated two-pound bag. I did the first stuff that I roasted, though. I did get like a small sampler that has like about I don't even know a hundred milligrams, maybe, of beans. I don't. I, metric versus U.S. Yeah. I don't know. That's worth. Basically, it was about one one machine's worth that this thing can roast at a time, uh, and and that one was a it was a Columbia um, bean. But the but the sampler I got, man, they got. There are details there I have no information on because it's sure. it's like this is the temperature, the altitude where it was grown. This is the method yeah. it was harvested. You know, none of them the, say the, ground. How was it washed? All that. This is how, how basic and acidic the the 
um, you know, like when you get into wines, that's a huge deal for grapes, right? As to how acidic the the ground is that it's growing in, stuff like that. But so uh, as as a as a general rule, um, uh, arabica coffee is what's in espresso. Ah, okay. It's a little bit more bitter, and it uh, it's not as dark in color when it roasts, um, and it's it's. Uh, and the, 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 there's a whole history on this, but, uh, back in the twenties, um, long story short, uh, Arabica coffee is, is cheaper to produce than, um, Robusta. And so, or vice versa, excuse me, vice versa. Um, Robusta is, is what's used in espresso. And so, uh, back in the twenties, a lot of people were putting Robusta in their mixes as they were selling their Arabica coffee. And that became such a bad thing here in america that that's why everything is now labeled 100 percent arabica coffee oh um, where where if you're drinking espresso you, you're not even drinking arabica coffee like true espresso anyway um so a little bit higher caffeine a little bit uh more bitter taste to it um so just something to look into I, I will. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, I took the opportunity uh, of your explaining that to uh, look up the particular beans that I had purchased. And um, here we go. They were delivered March 14th. These aren't the actual first ones I roasted, although the Colombian was interesting because it was it had a very fruit forward uh, scent and, and flavor. I did not realize coffee comes in in different well i knew because people talk about like oh it's got a it's got a chocolate forward flavor yep. and there is actually an official flavor wheel that you start from the middle and work your way out where you're like okay this sounds tastes fruity does it taste more like a like a straw like a papaya like a, like what is the taste yeah this one i got is coffee cafe la sierra two pound single origin specialty unroasted green coffee from colombia so i went with colombian on my two pound and probably not the but i'm not worried about it because i got the i've had bags of the uh lava rasa i think it is uh super crema or whatever it is and I had that on Amazon subscription when we went into lockdown because I wasn't going out and like buying oh, yeah. beans. And let's just say I've got more coffee beans than I can probably brew for a while. Um, okay, next to follow this up, what are you using to grind your beans? Because that's roasting's only half the battle. I have a KitchenAid conical burr grinder. So okay. I. So so is is it is it doing a true grind or is it doing a chop and grind like walk me through the process on this okay well trent i didn't know we were going to be getting into this in this detail i thought we would have been talking about wand division by now but Dude, I, here but like i i recently during during um like er, early days of of the the quarantine i i went through this whole process too so i i'm wanting to hear what you what you what you what you've done learn from the master Okay. Well, oh, the guy who just said, you know, I haven't really done research. It's other people said it was good. No, but you, but you like coffee and you drink a oh. lot of it, so you taste for it. Yes, I'm very passionate about coffee. I'm, I'm the type of person that goes to bed thinking about the morning cup of coffee. So, yeah. I do follow you there, and I have, as a matter of fact, Momo Shannon within the uh, the chat on YouTube said, uh, uh, as long as it's not that animal poop, animal poop coffee, I think it's a cat or something. You're talking about civet coffee or the copy loak coffee, which, by the way, I used to when I the first coffee that I started mail ordering was actually a synthetic civet yeah. coffee. The uh, at the I think it was uh, you either uh, 
the state college in Florida or the one of the universities in Florida, one of the people for their uh, chemistry PhD or something, they studied what happens to the enzymes or in the enzymes of the copyloac or the civet, uh, which is a feline-like animal, when it eats the coffee berries and discards the beans. What happens to the beans in that process? So they went through a synthetic process to mimic that in the lab. So it was uh, allegedly the same flavor without any of the feces, which I'm all for. And so I tried it, and it was some of the best coffee I've ever had because it would have a chocolate-forward flavor. But the most important part is, although it may taste like coffee, it missed one key element that you get with most of your hot brew, which is that bitter aftertaste. It was gone. It actually would leave a sweet aftertaste in your mouth. And that was my favorite coffee. Unfortunately, Coffee Primero went out of business. So so goes you know U.S. consumerism. So to answer your question, though, Trent, because I get what you're saying, uh, most of the time I try to get the freshest roasted coffee I can, which is another reason why I'm excited about roasting my own coffee at home, um, because uh, a good roasted coffee, uh, especially a freshly roasted coffee, the fresher the roast, the bigger the bloom. If you don't know what the bloom is, got a whole dissertation on that as well. We'll save it for another time, but needless to say, you put a little bit of the water on your coffee and the CO2 will release and it, it blooms up in domes because I'm a big pour over guy. Anyway, to answer yeah, your question, the grinder I use is a burr grinder and it's a conical. So it will, well, no, that's a different, that word means something else, uh, but it is cone shaped. So the beans go down, but in the grinding, instead of the, the regular type of coffee grinder, most people may be accustomed to the cheap little like burr grinder. That's just two flat blades that just keep chopping and grinding the beans. It's like a salad shooter for, for, for coffee beans. Yeah. It's not the way to go because you don't get a uniform shape or size to your grind. Whereas yep. if you have a burr grinder, and if you want to try this, you can get a very cheap hand burr grinder. You'll be grinding forever, but yeah. you will uh, you will get the grind at the size you need. Uh, like I said, I do pour over and even uh, drip some drips uh, or French press. You want a coarse grind, a larger grind. The burr grinder basically has two blades that you set the distance at. So it comes up with a grind that's a specific size because as things pass through it, they get ground to about that gap and then fall through and go yeah. through the process. So that's what I use. That's the best uh, the best you can do if you're doing a home grind. Um, right. Like I mentioned, my, my current favorite way to brew if I'm not using the espresso machine is a pour over. And that that is... Basically, the second cup of coffee in the day, because I'm only allowed two a day, uh, that will be the pour over. The first one is usually the espresso, which I ruin by making uh, a, a, a carb, low carb, almond milk, bulletproof uh, latte with protein powder. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I ruin it. I'm not going to lie, but I, I st <laughs> I'm accustomed to it, so let's run with yeah. it. Uh, oh, I get that. But, you know, I like, I, I, again, I have a gadget problem. There's over eight different ways to make coffee in my kitchen right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's not well, get into it. Uh, the, the, the civets, uh, coffee stuff just reminded me for the, for, for those of you who, uh, may be new to the program, uh, go back to episode 36 published February 26, 2012, and uh, where we talk about uh, civet uh, coffee, which is when you 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 made your purchase, then so holy uh, go check it out. 
Moly, this podcast has got a long tail. Yeah, dude. How about that, huh? <laughs> but I like the way I, I like the way you uh, the way you deal with it. By the way, Momo Shannon on the Twitter once again saying, "When limited to two cups of coffee a day, I get a bigger cup." <laughs> this is also true. It's very true. He's very nice. I do that too. Um, wow, I didn't really expect to go that deep in on coffee again, but uh, no. It was- like it uh uh yeah i was having a hard time um making a, a a good americano with uh the the even even just by brewing myself inside of a uh keurig so i went through the whole process and, and bought a grinder and uh i i bought a, a drip machine that i'm really really happy with it was hard finding one that had an actual shower head so i could get an even uh distribution for the for the water uh dispens- dispensation but you know what really happy with it a little thing i like to do i put uh raw cocoa powder from the cocoa bean in and and mix it up uh so it's it's kind of like it like like putting dark chocolate into your coffee makes it you know sweet but bitter at the same time that's love a, it that's very similar to what I, how i ruin coffee with because one of the things i add is a um hold on let me get it right it's a collagen protein powder that's basically dark chocolate and then i uh-huh. use a the sugar-free tarani to to provide some bitter sweetness essentially yeah, yeah. and and really my morning cup of coffee tastes like i'm having a hot a cup of hot co- hot cocoa every morning and so i love oh. it but but not you, either but you keyed me in on something there, like an Americano. See, I would have recommended for you then, you might have been a good candidate for a mocha pot. Uh, I've, I've not heard of a mocha pot. They are very popular in in, in Europe more than here. And the, uh, the mocha pot is, you take more of an espresso grind, so the finer powder grind. Sure. You put it in the upper chamber, or uh, the bottom chamber... No, the upper chamber, there's a filter in between, I think. I don't remember. I haven't used mine in for half the time, but forever. But it's a it's a percolator approach. So you put the water down below, you put it, and then it comes up. Uh, but but you end up getting almost an espresso-like uh, coffee. And then you could just add more hot water to that to get the Americano. But it sounds like you've got it dialed in already, so I wouldn't go that. Like, I, couldn't, I can't even believe one of the things I have not bought and I will not buy because I have the Breville. But there is even a compression espresso maker. It looks more like a riveter, if you will. But like you, an arrow Kind of, but like it's a big manual one to really give you huh. that compression you need in order to yeah. force that hot force water. Yep. <coughs> yeah, uh, my, my um, I mean, here, living here in Utah, like every everyone is, you know, uh, all outdoorsy and everything, and they all live and die by their um backpacking aeropress coffee right so that uh when they're out they can just brew their their hot water and then they they do their aeropress or whatever but i've i've never had it uh my co- co-worker claims i don't know i'm sure this is true but he said that when it comes to like world championship uh awards for coffee whenever they're tasting that and they're made on spot they're all using aeropresses i don't know if that's true or not but <laughs> Maddie Fiance, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong in the chat, is saying, Welcome to Coffee Talk with Trent and Will. <laughs> I'll give you a topic. Rhode Island is neither road nor an island. Discuss. Um, yeah, wow, yeah. And, and here and here it was titled St. Patrick's Days. St. Patrick's Days. <laughs> and and like very little on that topic. Yeah, don't you really cannot get me started on coffee, but I will say that home roasting is is really an exciting uh concept because Dude. 
I, it really Your house is smell so damn good. No, no, it doesn't. Roasting coffee does not smell the same way as roasted coffee. It smells, really? it smells like it's Trent. It smells like burning. Okay. I'm not going to lie. No, I, yeah. So, so the, 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 the big roaster here, uh, in the town I live in, and maybe it's cause I'm, I'm far enough away that when the smell does waft in, it smells, it just smells really good. And maybe they're doing it at such a quantity that it, that it, you know, dispenses over the, the air that it travels to my house. But man, when maybe. I get a whiff of it, oof, oof. Well, that could be it, but also it could be just because, you know, I'm learning and doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> but, but I do find like they say not to use it outside, but I definitely do need to use it near the range so I can hit the vent. So it'll vent some of oh, it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like I said, the, the paper that comes off of it, the skin that comes off the bean that also does is probably contributing there. Um, but I, I, I admit I liked the smell others in the house did not, which I can understand. Um, but still that was an amazing, amazing find. Um, and hopefully this Colombian bag that I bought, I'm going to like, cause like I said, I'm, I wasn't really big on the, um, I wasn't really big on the fruity flavor. However, it was yeah. still, I, I must've done something right because it wasn't bitter. It was still a, a tasty cup of coffee. It was very smooth. And most importantly, I got a sweet, sweet bloom out of it. Like one of the biggest blooms I've ever seen. If you don't know what the bloom is, it's like I said, CO2 release mounds. Yay. Wow. I, okay. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, <laughs> glad we could bring you some brewing advice. If you have more coffee questions, feel free to go ahead and uh, use our website to not communicate it with us at all. Uh, actually, you know, uh, Trent, for the longest time, I think we had to sign up for a newsletter that ended up expiring. And then I oh, and then I yeah. was I was thinking about starting it up again until I saw the costs of Mailchimp, and then I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. no, cause if, well, because I was thinking about doing it with the giveaway. However, I will, I will re-add it to the website. So if you do want to join our newsletter, uh, it, that way you can find out where actually it's netheadsonair at gmail.com. If you want to email yeah. us and ask about coffee, I'll be more than happy to give you my crappy advice and then you can do your own research and come to your own conclusion. I have you saying, but what are your thoughts on tea? Uh, I believe, uh, loose leaf over bags, uh, again, probably the freshest you want. Uh, I like brewing in a nice teapot. I have an R2D2 one themed one and, um, okay. and it's, it's, it's a great thing to use, uh, when you don't want quite that kick of, of caffeine, but you still want some, actually, you know, if you really want to stay caffeinated evenly throughout the day, that's where a benefit tea is, ha has too. Yeah. And I, my, my only, uh, tea habit is yerba mate. So can't really speak that, to that one's any that's a that's that's a that's a rough tea too, man, because that yeah. I, unless I was making it wrong, it, it tastes like grass and dirt. Yeah, no, that's yep. Yeah, that's 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 well, I mean, yes and no. It, it tr if, if, if you're making it the traditional way and and that takes that's a whole other process and learning how to do that correctly so that you just don't end up with like gross mud that you're trying to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have uh, a, a what is it the bomba no yeah the bomba and the cuya um so the gourd and the 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 straw the filtered straw uh, filtered straw yeah yeah but uh but i mean i i i also have tea bags i'll i'll put it in and, and when you know and so whenever i'm going on like a, a coffee fast dude i'll tell you what you want to get something out of your coffee 
stop drinking it for like two weeks, then come back to it. Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I is the the yerba mate fills whenever I go on those coffee fasts. I never want to live in that world, Trent. What are you talking about? I'm telling you, dude, you do it. You'll come back with with this appreciation of coffee that you never knew that that you could you could ever reach. I believe you got to go without. So I'd rather not. Although, you know, I do find that even though I do have uh, the obsession, I do. I don't, I'm not one of the people that gets headaches when I don't drink it. So again, I, something is properly balanced there. I don't yeah, probably, probably two cups a day is good for you. You know what I mean? That's, that's not overdoing it. Yeah. I, I think that's the best way. I mean, if, if most people it may be one cup a day. The only thing I don't like is, and I don't have it, you know, realistically, I'm not a morning person. That's the Oof, thing. And, and I think that's the reason why I'm so reliant on it because honestly, I am more productive and and it's easier for me to do things like i'd say in the 2 to 10 p.m window than any other time so that's why i need to work for myself so that way i can just be productive in those hours and do the things that i i can do um but anyway uh me it's like it's like the 7 to 2 uh, a.m is is my is my like hunker down and, and get shit done time. Don't, don't tell my boss that though. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, you mean PM seven. Yes. Yeah, PM to 2 AM. I, you know, those times when I have to like correct stuff and work on stuff, I, I, it, again, in those same hours, like recently I had something that I, I had to get completed and, um, it did kind of slip into, I think it was, I ended up going from 10 PM to 1 AM, but I got more done in those three hours than I've been able to get done like in an entire day. Yeah. Something about it. I don't, I don't know what it is. If it's just the, like the, the fear of how shitty you're going to feel in just a few hours. So you want to get it done as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. But it's a later. <laughs> and then you throw some of that Yerba Monte in there. Um, Momo Shannon saying that the vector can be a little tea butler. No, no, he's supposed to bring the butter. Oh, little little cute little vector. (laughs) Yeah, there he is right there. By the way, that's one thing we don't really use a lot, but we do have available as a vector cam at any time. Just needs to have, I think its own indicator that that is like, I don't know why I haven't done this very much or before, because like one of my stupidest favoritest things when I was uh, hosting uh, a live TV show Back in the late 90s of all things on the internet, one of the cutaways I have if I didn't want to be on camera was just a tight shot on a lava lamp. <laughs> yes. And I called it lava cam and boy, did it come in handy. Anyway, yeah. well, Trent, was there anything else you wanted to talk about today? Because, I mean, I didn't expect to go like 30 minutes on coffee. Oh, well, just a uh, happy birthday on Saturday. And I hope that this is a... Uh, foray for you into uh, the the wide, wonderful world of Dildonics. Oh, jeez. You just had to take it there, didn't you, Trent? <laughs> uh, well, and, and see, I, I think for that I would have to go with, with filament because that way you could get the flexible filament. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, it's all, it's all on preference. You know what I mean? It's all on preference, Will. Good point. Good point. Well, I don't know. Safety first and then teamwork, Trent. Did you did you watch WandaVision, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Watch well, I watched it all in one night. 
went blew through it super fast. Now I have to admit, because I I know we 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 ended up skipping a week, so we didn't we didn't get into it. And thankfully, yeah. you know, I think we're well beyond. But you know, j- just in case, you know, hey folks, spoilers. Yeah, uh, spoilers. Oh, I didn't even realize I haven't been running my lower third this whole time. Um, but yeah, d- spoiler zone for for uh, Wandavision talk a little bit here. Uh, I admit that uh, I did stay awake for the finale to watch it that night, and yeah. I went full nerd and I I like did the math and I'm like, okay, so with a few breaks and everything else, if I start a rewatch at seven o'clock, I can live Wandavision the exact same way Trent will on Sunday. And so I did. And I had the benefit, which, by the way, is with a show where the average episode is at or under 30 minutes. Yeah, it is 40 something. It is a great rewatch as well because you catch so many little things because the first time you went through it, you're like, wait, what the hell are these commercials about? But then you get to certain points and then you rewatch and you're like, oh, yeah. And and there's continuity throughout the commercials too of of the actors and the products and stuff. Yeah. Soy Betty is saying hello from Idaho. Hello back, Soy Betty, Bama Lamb. Um, so I, I guess without going into the spoilers of it all, That's what it, reference? I got it. Yeah. What did what did what did you think of of the program? Um, absolutely loved it. Uh, I need to get into uh, the Marvel podcast because they uh, just uh, today or yesterday they did an uh, episode with. Uh, the director, because I, dude, watching it, I just thought to myself, holy shit, this would be the funnest production in the world to work on. Um, I, I I did a deep dive production-wise. They even, they even uh, mounted period lenses to their digital cameras to shoot in, and then they uh, went and found period lighting as well, just so that they could have everything feel authentic for the different... Um, decades uh, of the episodes in, w- in which they were shooting very very cool absolutely loved it uh huge spoiler so sorry folks if, if now's your last chance to turn it off here's a spoiler i i loved blown away absolutely loved the agatha harkness reveal however worried because she's an integral part in the mythos of the fantastic four <laughs> not as a villain Right. She's 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 kind of an not an antihero, but she's a witch. Uh, but she's Franklin Richards nanny, uh, Re- Reed and Sue's son's nanny growing up. So she can't be a villain when when they introduce the FF into the MCU now. So what what's going on? Yeah, but Trent, Civil War wasn't Civil War like in the comics in, in Captain know. America I, Civil War. I know the it, Simpsons just an episode uh, that, that I took to heart about um, how, you know, not all media can be created for your very specific interests, Trent. <laughs> yeah, but still, it was, and that was the thing, too, that, and the other thing, too, that I think that they did good with with uh, Agnes was uh, the fact that for those that have encountered the character in the comics, you knew it was Agatha all along, just from the simple thing of the brooch, you know? Yep, and yep. Agnes is an excellent con- condensing of Agatha Harkness. Agatha so, Harkness, yep. yep, yeah, and uh, plus the the casting was so good with her. Uh, she's just like ever since Anchorman, man, I've just fallen in love with her. And uh, additionally, oh, working in the the uh, Foxes uh, Quicksilver in, yeah, beautiful. Kevin Peters. Absolutely. 
Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Plus, he's just so great. Anyways, I love him in American Horror Story. I know a uh, lot of a lot of people got really perturbed by that, by who he really was. Especially they they thought it was just a dick joke because of Ralph Boner. But a lot of people don't know. And I found this out when Matt Shackman, the director, was actually on Fat Man on Batman uh, two weeks ago, and he actually had a part on on Growing Pains as a child actor, and and the the Boner was kind of a, a tribute in a way to. The fact that Growing Pains had uh, uh, Kirk Cameron's character's f- best friend was Boner, was his yes. name. Yep. So that yep. was kind of like a mini tribute. So that was nice. Um, and uh, also, if you were into that podcast, one of the things that they dropped last week in the gap week between shows, because we're getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier the, yeah. ep-, ep one this well, we are, you will be waiting. Um, yeah. They uh they they did have a fill-in show that was kind of like an entire behind the scenes package on the making of WandaVision and they I think they only kind of hinted at like trying for the lighting and the lenses. They didn't really go detailed on it, but that kind of information was in there as well. And the funniest part and the most enjoyable part about watching that though is that with the digital uh every time you see Vision as Vision, that's a a a fully composited face that they've got on him. So every time he's on screen as Vision, he's got the colored makeup, he's got the white dots, and they're just painting out his ears. So then he's got his regular ears sticking yep. out, looking like, uh, I don't even know what. It's just like, what is happening here? I have no idea. But uh, the other thing I did uh, really like about that show as well, when you when you come away from it, uh, first of all, it has a lot of great messages on grief and dealing with grief. And a lot of the episodes kind of thematically seem to go through some of the stages of grief. But the other thing too, when you look at it like an, as an abstract, and it's, it's, it's funny for me, the way there are certain bits of media that I really enjoy this way. Um, it's really a show without, any, I mean, it's almost like a show of nothing but bad guys and no real good guys, if you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which, which is so true to, um, I mean, Vision, right? Vision, Vision's Vision and and Spectrum are are like the good guys that are in it. But I, I love that they kind of held true to the idea of the Scarlet Witch in that she's she's always been this very reluctant to take any side. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in through, all throughout the comics, like she and Quicksilver both have always been, you know, we're in it for ourselves, for each other, not for anyone else. And and I, I'm glad that she that they continued with that. Um, and then additionally too, like finally tying in Monica Rambeau and she, and her powers are developing. Um, Spectrum. Uh, this is the FBI agent who starts getting those those interesting powers at the near the end of the uh, the last two episodes. I think she is so kick-ass and so badass and they are so primed now for captain marvel 2 to hurt for those two to come together and kick ass together man so stoked i was it was very interesting i think also i I was unclear in the show if they were saying there was kind of bad blood now between monica and captain marvel or maybe just that you know that's like one of the things she doesn't want to talk about i don't know what was there um but the other thing too a lot of people at least in my opinion, I made the instant assumption that she was going to part be part of uh, Marvel announced on in the uh, one of their big announcements over the last two years that one of the TV shows uh, exclusive to Disney Plus is going to be um, well, uh, Secret Invasion, which was very scroll heavy. 
Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. I, I just assumed she was going to be going to that. But again, in the Matt Shackman interview on Fat Man Beyond, he mentioned uh, her, you know, and Monica, we got to set up Monica Rambeau and we got to d- do these things for that character and then it gets handed off to Captain Marvel too. At which point I was like, oh, did he just, did he just, is he allowed yeah. to say that? I don't know. Yeah. Hells yeah. Yeah, they did a, they did a, I think the important thing is that, uh, other than I think the rough uh, start that they had in that, I mean that originally before the COVID-19 of things, they were, their intent was to release the first three episodes of WandaVision, which is a totally different experience than just the first two, because it gives you the ability to understand, okay, this isn't just some weird thing. This is some type of alternate reality. And there is uh, a MCU reality that that this does connect to so you're not just it, it's not just a like uh, some type of of college art experiment film right yeah yeah um oh and then uh I, i'd be remiss if i did not also uh bring up uh i earlier i said that my, you know one of the greatest straight men in 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 cinema being uh matthew broderick however i i do think that he is being outpaced by Randall Park, uh, who in WandaVision is uh, Agent Jimmy Woo, and who, if you're watching The Young Rock, uh, he uh, is the uh, television uh, journalist uh, that was once an actor that he references every time he's on screen. Man, that guy is hilarious, and he plays the same character in everything he does as far as like his delivery and everything, and it's the funniest thing ever. I love Randall Park. He's the best. You know, the thing that I like is when they're able to bring something from a previous performance through to the new performance. And I didn't pick up on it because I don't key in on these details. But like he mentioned that certain in the in that behind the scenes thing I talked about, how there are certain little tiny Jimmy Wooisms that they kind of established in Ant-Man and the Wasp yeah. that yeah. they then get to carry forward. You know, his like making his business card appear because he was so fascinated by Scott Lang's, uh, you know, close up magic. And then also, you know, that awkward uh, thing that he does where he seems to be trying to make connections with people and doesn't know how. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's it's like so what about you jimmy he's like oh me well you know most kids grew up with this and he's like no why can't you not why can you remember westview all those little things like or do you want some and like kids i don't know i think about oh you meant the chips you know I, those yeah. are just great elements what did you how did you feel about the reveal of the white vision oh i thought it was great and and, and i thought uh, i'll be honest I, I felt like it was kind of dealt with a little bit too quick yeah, I agree completely. You know it's, what I mean? Like, 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 because especially in the comics, man, like that is a pivotal point in the Avengers history. Um, and and it was all, it was all one episode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was. But I think first of all, it's a concept that's a little hard to grasp. So I think that was a little fan service being able to include it. I also like the way they did sort of resolve it. I mean, there's no real explanation other than the fact he doesn't have the mind stone and no emotional connection on. So, you know, he's just another white guy. Um, but the but, other but thing, he's what, uh, like vision would be without the human element, right? Like, like there's so much to, that you could play with in that character in, in that like dualism between the two. I did like the way he kind of incorporated a semi snarl when portraying the character because there was just sort of a kind of base resentment overall. Uh, but 
uh, the other thing too that I don't feel that they could address in this, so I, I'm kind of glad it was brief, was that in the comics, you know, when Vision is reconstructed, but as this logical, emotionless thing, that was a very harsh thing for Wanda, the Scarlet no. Witch, to deal with. Yeah, which this whole show really is kind of about. So right, yeah, you know, you really what, can't what? hurt her more. The only thing, the yeah. only problem I had is just like, bro, why did you just like take off when all this stuff is going on? But instead, he's like, okay, well, never mind. I don't really. It's, it's not logical to be doing this. So I, I just got all this stuff I got to go deal with. So I guess he's going to yeah. go to a coffee house and think. <laughs> he's he's going to go to the donut shop uh, and sit in between the the big O like at the end of Iron Man one. Um, <laughs> or or he's just gone to the Starbucks to sit there and work on a screenplay. I don't know which. <laughs> it's really dry though. There's just no emotion in it at all. <laughs> uh, my last thing is I'm I with now that we're seeing more Jimmy Woo, fingers crossed. Uh, we're gonna get a uh, a series of in within the um, Disney Plus. Uh, now that uh, Doom Patrol has shown that it can be done, we will get a uh, Agents of Atlas uh, TV series which is led by Jimmy Woo in the comics. And it is possibly one of my favorite uh, Marvel series of all time. Check it out if you haven't read it, or if you've got the, uh, the Marvel uh, unlimited app, go, go, go read all the agents of Atlas stuff. It's the best. Well, I know Mark uh, Bernardin of a uh, fat man beyond. He uh, early on had tweeted out, you know, Disney plus please. I want a Jimmy Woo standalone show where he is dealing with his own X files type issues, but in that yeah. Jimmy Woo way. Oh, I would I would kill for that man. Not not literally, but I don't know, maybe small animals. I understand. Um well, you know what, Trent, uh, we're even though the lights haven't gone red, uh, we're out of time. Uh we've really beat this dead horse. Uh ask, actually also right now we are counter programming with uh Mr. Kevin Smith who's hosting the virtual red carpet uh premiere of Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice League, which yeah, if you don't yeah. have HBO Max folks, it is going to be airing or uh, streaming Thursday on HBO Max. I'm really I'm really interested to see this only because of the giant train wreck that that Justice League was for me in the theaters. I'm interested to see what Zack Snyder's vision was. So yep. are you yep. going to uh do you have the HBO Max? I do. I, I do have the HBO Max. Um uh got I, man, I I gobbled up a ton of stuff on there. Uh oh Great recommendation, though, is uh, Close Enough on the HBO Max as well. It is um, the creator of Regular Show is doing it's basically Regular Show without for adults. It's Regular Show for adults. What's Regular Show? But, yeah. uh, it was a long running series on uh, Cartoon Network. Ah, gotcha. Okay. It's one of those yeah. things. That, I, I, I still want to see more modern takes on Wonder Shows, and that was one I, I missed and loved. Yeah. But anyway, hey, when the hell are we getting more Rick and Morty? That's what I want to know. Seems like we're hey, due. I, I'll, hey, for for fans for fans of of Mystery Fall or uh, Gravity Falls and fans of the Venture Brothers, just just be happy that they're still making it, man. Yep. 
Uh, me too, because of that big order they got. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for consuming whatever way it is you did. We really appreciate it. Don't forget that vector giveaway code that hopefully if it works, it'll be Clover. If I can't make that work, then you're just going to get a free entry somehow. So uh, we'll let it ride. Uh, and again, that giveaway is going to be ending on April 1st. I think we will announce the winner because it was uh, conceptualized, uh, catered to created for uh tiktok i will probably reveal the winner in a tiktok live i can't remember it says on the giveaway what time the giveaway ends i think but it'll be like 7 p.m pacific i think we'll do a live and then we'll reveal the winner of the vector right there so you heard it here first pays to watch the video or listen to the podcast one way or another we'll make it worth your while uh also another there's another special programming moat moat we got a programming moat. We want to keep out the uh, invaders. Apologies. <laughs> we'll lower the drawbridge so you can come in. Come on uh, in. Programming moat. Trent and I, we've had a powwow. We've had a collab. We've had a discussion. And uh, if you enjoy catching the, sh the program live, we're going to be live on Tuesday nights moving forward. Hopefully every week. We'll see. Uh, and uh, time to be determined. It'll either be 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see which one works better, and we'll clarify next week. But regular shows moving forward on schedule for you. So that way, uh, because my wife mentioned, you know what I miss? She, I miss hearing that, that shopping game you did. And I said, what's in Will's sack? Yes. Yes. I don't know what modern alternative we will use, but but we what we used to do back when Think Geek was still a thing, uh, I would pick three products, and if you could guess the items that were in my shopping cart, you would win up to a hundred dollars worth of of prizes. No cash, just prizes. You could win it, or you know, cash value because it's a lot easier than shopping. I just need to figure out the right way to do it. What because we yep. need we need a destination. Amazon is too big, so we need kind yeah. of some specialty site. Yeah, maybe. I mean, m m I, I, well, we I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. We don't need to figure it out here. Talk about it off there. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, folks. Uh, so, so there's that little bit of news as well, and and you know, hopefully next time I'll have the uh, the jingle uh, worked out because I Trent, I figured it out. Um, if I've in controlling the video, I don't need a whole lot of buttons. So the tinier stream back deck, I moved back over for controlling the program and the big one for the sounds, because, you know, if I could have, what is that? Four times thing is a whole lot of buttons, like 28 buttons. Yeah. So I could load 28 sounds. So I could really make this sound like a, uh, I, I can make it sound like the morning zoo, you know? It's just like, oh, gosh, darn it. And then it's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Are you sure about that? I said good day. I could play anything I want. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. within copyright. Uh, anyway, folks, thank you very much. Uh, please don't forget to check out Devotion Wrestling on YouTube. You can click the link on the uh, Vector uh, giveaway to find out more about that. Uh, don't forget to go to netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke. You can support us that way. Or if you like, you could also go to patreon.com slash netheadsonair. Uh, just go to netheadsonair.com. It's always the fastest and easiest way to find all the relevant links. And then you can get a shout out uh, just like the uh, listener and new Patreon supporter that I mentioned earlier, who I've already forgotten because I moved away from Abigail. the page. Uh, thank you so much. Look at you. Yeah. Name retention. I'll never forget yeah. the first call with Trent. If if I if I think I think I did put that particular episode of Radio Skew into the feed. And by the way, the nice thing about the Patreon is you can get all of the shows 
commercial free. So there's no ad in the front, no ad in the middle. It's all just content. That whole Duke Cannon ad that was in this thing, gone. Not there. Just a little mention here at the end. Uh, and, you know, it's the entire back catalog as well. So it's all right there for you to enjoy. Uh, as well as hopefully more daily or weekly exclusives. I haven't done them because I've just been too busy life and complications. But, like, I've got another uh, video to shoot of all of the crap I have received that I want to share with you all. Uh, one of them is really interesting because it's sheath underwear. I won't say anything else. You can Google it if you want. I can't wait to talk about it. Anyway, uh, again, Devotion Wrestling. Trent is a part of him on Twitter. I am that Will Wilkins. Thank you very much. And uh, Trent, uh, oh wait, no, I, I did that wrong. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. It's always so fun, I'm sure, for people to sit here and watch as I'm like looking down and there's that long momentary feeling of doubt as I've gone and I've done our sign off and then you say, we'll be back soon. And then I'm like, crap, is this the right button? Is there always that long, <laughs> yeah. scary moment? Yep. I've, I've, I've taken to, um, uh, I, I've got uh, white gaffer tape over all the uh, TriCaster buttons at work now because I can't remember any of them at all. No, you got to have quick reference. And, 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 you know, it's, look, it's not the smartest layout because it's all just a bunch of buttons with words on them. So I have to read. That's the last thing you want to do in a pinch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. I should just have, uh, like, different colored buttons and it's like red to end and, 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 and that's how you do it. Well, maybe you can print some buttons. Ooh, I could, but it's a digital display. So I can just, like, create oh. whatever I want, you know. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess that works. Works for me. Happy tip. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And we're clear. That that would that would be a a funny. Uh...